This is Community Roundtable, a production of .com Plus, 105.5 FM WNSP, 92.1 WZEW, 96.5 The Crab, and 92.5 The Soul. Here's Kelly Finley. Good Sunday morning and welcome to the Community Roundtable. I'm Kelly Finley. Very excited to have you and always be able to have the opportunity to tell you how you can make the world a better place. That, that's what my guests do each and every Sunday. As I do each Sunday, I have my guests introduce themselves and tell you um, which company they're with and what we're going to talk about, and then we get to the conversation at hand. I have two great guests today, so I'm going to go to my right. Sir, if you would please introduce yourself. I'm John Fitzgerald, and I'm the president at Saunders Yacht Works. Welcome to the show. Thank you. You're welcome, sir. Uh, my name's Aaron Brown. I'm a mechanic at Saunders Yacht Works. Love it. Welcome to the show. <clears throat> Thank you. Love it. And I love what we're going to talk about today because there is a need to help people. And when we talk about helping people, it doesn't just mean people who are necessarily in our zip code um, or even in our country. We're talking about ways in which we can give back. So let's delve right into the conversation. Um, this is a family business when we say Saunders. How so? So my wife's grandfather started the company in Mobile, and we've always been involved in marine repair, uh, big engine work, and structural work, and the current uh, business is Saunders Yacht Works in Gulf Shores and Orange Beach. And with that platform, you have found a way to give back in a big way. How so? So it has always been part of the company history to be involved in the community, Probably seven or eight years ago, we formalized it uh, in the, we put together a foundation, uh, established a foundation, I guess is the right uh, way to say it. Um, a few years after that, uh, very sadly, my mother-in-law died, so we named it for her because she was always someone who was very much a believer in what the business should do in the community. So uh, we called it the Carolyn Williams Saunders Foundation. And... We basically use it to try to help people that we know are doing good things in the world. And according to the foundation, um, the, the goal is to support the arts and education in the community and provide support where we can for communities in distress. And in most cases, uh, this relief comes in the form of funds for hurricane recovery in most cases. But today we're talking about something many, 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 many miles away, Aaron. How are you brought into the mix when we're talking about uh, the, the help that's being provided? Um, okay, so my brother is a missionary in Ukraine. He's been over there, I think, right about 16 years now, which is very cool. Very. And um, obviously there's the war going on. So I talk to him daily and, and about different things that they need, and uh, they need financial support. Is the big thing. They have a bunch of different stuff going on that costs a lot of money to help all the refugees that they're that they're um, I don't want to say dealing with, but that they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And um, so I brought that to uh, Mr. Fitzgerald's attention, and uh, they got with the foundation and they were able to help. That's a big deal. I mean, Very. because <laughs> sometimes you hear about companies helping others, but when the others are Happen to be your brother, who's been over there for 16 years, who is helping other people. That's got to make you feel good. It makes me feel very good. It's awesome. <laughs> I, I love it, and I love that. Uh, I love that, uh, Fit, Mr. Fitzgerald. I call him Fitzgerald. I love that John is um, 
is willing, he's able, and that uh, well, yeah, well, tell you. me this: some some of the some of the um, that's beautiful. It is beautiful because it's mm-hmm. it, your your work family becomes your family family. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. What are some of the things that your brother that that you're able to share um, that that he's seeing um, as they're helping families and mothers and children and and parents and grandparents? <clears throat> they're seeing a lot of separation. Um, I think they they talk about it on the news, but anybody or any male eighteen to sixty has to stay. They're not allowed to leave. So a lot of families will come to where he's at on the. Uh, on the western border, close to the western border, and and drop their wives and children off, see them across the border, and then they'll they'll go back to uh, to the front lines and they'll start fighting. And he saw a, a real need for that, so they reached out to um, contractors that they know, and he started posting on his uh, Facebook page and different uh, his website. And the money started coming in, and it was way more than they than they needed for what they had decided to do. So it went from renovating their church to house a few people to now they've got, I think, two buildings, a handful of apartments, his house, and they're housing 500 people with wow. a turnaround of about 300 daily. So, there are well, the, so every day there's a uh, 300 people about turnaround where people come. They might stay for a day or two. Mm-hmm. They might they might turn around and and take right off, but they're feeding I think 500 550 a day. So did you have? Uh, and I know these numbers are probably ebbing and flowing, yes, yeah. especially from when when uh, Russia first invaded Ukraine. But are are these the numbers that really caught your attention? And made you say that you really wanted to help John, that you really wanted to get your foundation to back the support? So the kind of the way it evolved was the invasion happened, and we're hearing about attacks in basically urban areas where there's going to be a lot of people that are going to have their homes destroyed or they're going to have to flee if they're not killed. And so we were kind of exploring what we could do uh, because we did um, know that there was going to be a lot of need. And when you look at organizations like the Red Cross, they have outposts in these areas or they have the Red Cross of Ukraine or the Red Cross of Poland, these organizations. But it was still somewhat giving to a bureaucracy. So you're not dealing with – a personal reflection mm-hmm. and i think aaron texted me on a saturday right that same week and told me about his brother and uh and i went on the web page and at that point joel was probably they didn't have people there they were just preparing i think so they, they were, were doing a lot of renovation yeah i think it was about three days after is when the people started coming in right and he's talking about not knowing what's coming, but they have to get ready. And you could see, a, you know, one day there'd be a blank room, and the next day there'd be a bathroom. And, you know, they, the work that they were doing was pretty dramatic. So having that personal connection and knowing that we're helping somebody who is in the extended family of Saunders makes it an easy decision. 
So when you told your brother that um, you reached out to your boss and the foundation and, and that they made the decision to contribute, what what did he say? He, he was excited, you know, that they could do – actually, he was super excited that they could buy two more vans because they're uh, – they have – People they're helping that can't get out. Most people are taking the trains, cramming on like sardines and, and getting out of town. But there's a lot of people that can't or they have too many children. They just – it can't be organized. So um, I was saying the, the – not a lot of the guys, but some of the guys that will come and drop their families off with my brother, they will then turn around and hop in these vans and go to the front lines or go to these places where people can't get out of and they'll – um, they should shuttle them. Mm. So he was able to buy two new vans, and I guess they're like 15 people a piece. That you know, there's 15 more, 30 more people a day. Potentially, they could get out of harm's way. And so he's constantly looking at ways how he can stretch that dollar. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think right now with the places that he has rent and utility, I think it's like fifteen thousand a month. Which is totally Just, different money over there. It's it's totally different money, but that doesn't include – that's just rent utilities. That's not feeding everybody. That's not the fuel to go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's insane. What made your – and your brother's name is Joel? Joel, yes. Okay. So Joel's been over there for 16 years. Mm-hmm. Why so? What, what Did he have a calling early in life? He had an opportunity to go over there through the – through living water, and I think – it was not a vacation, but it was, oh, I'm going to go travel and, and see something cool. And he he fell in love with it. He liked the people that he was he was there with and the people that he was meeting. Mm-hmm. And he met a girl. They like, got two kids, and they I decided they were they were in Kiev. He was, he was staying. Yeah, he was met love. her. <laughs> yeah, it was love. I knew it was something. <laughs> it's always a girl. <laughs> we tend to do that. <laughs> but yeah, okay, so he met her, have they have children? They have two children. Mm-hmm. Um and then they decided that they were going to I guess it's not your own church, but an extension of Living Water um farther to the west. And so they moved over there and um the rest is history. The rest, thank you. I love that. <laughs> the rest well, is history. You know, I, like that. I went on the website um, for Living Water, and it says they arrive weary and overwhelmed, homes lost, and world changed forever. In need of shelter, support, food, prayer, and help for the next steps, your support equips us to provide that. Our community has had more than ten thousand internally displaced people. Come, uh, Living Water has offered a shelter to more than five thousand of them. That's life-changing work that they're doing. Oh, yeah. 100%. Mm. That's, yeah, that's a lot. of. I think 10% of the population's left. And he said that their town that they're in, I think, has grown by 50% since it started. <clears throat> My goodness. Which is a small town. It's, you know, it could be like, like uh, Gulf Shores. Uh, and and it, now the population's doubled. Pronounce the town's name. I know. I didn't want to try it. I didn't. We just met. (laughs) Mkochova. Okay. That sounds good to us. Yeah. But that way people can have an understanding if they want to look it up. I mean, you hear those types of numbers. It it makes you know that you want to give, but a lot lot of people can give. Um, That's where the foundation comes into play. 
And do you, how long have you been giving? I should ask. Well, we just made an initial contribution, <clears throat> but we, you know, we'll see how it goes. It's going to be a long haul. There's yes. no doubt that the need is pretty continuous for a while. I mean, they initially talked about renovations, then mattresses, and you know what they call a kitchen is a collection of hot pots and crock pots. You know, I mean, that's the way that they're uh, preparing the food and getting it out. But you also see. You know, they worship on Sundays, and you get to see some of that, the clips from that, and it's really uh, very, very touching to see the hopefulness, you know, that comes out. I mean, I can't understand anything that they're saying or singing, but <laughs> you, can tell, you can tell hopefulness. They are smiling. Uh, yes. Yeah, and that goes a long way. And the way. opportunity to do that. What would you your know? mother-in-law say if she were still here? Oh, she would be very uh, pleased to know that we're helping in this way, no doubt. Yeah, Carolyn was a special lady. For those who are, because there are probably people listening who say, you know what, we'd love to get help. Um, we've got we're we're working on different missions or different projects, and and if you consider other um, organizations for the future, what? Uh, how do they reach you? How did it? How do they apply? How do they get noticed? Um, things like that. You want to? I mean, we went through Living Waters Church. I'm sorry, I didn't know if you were directing it to the for both foundation okay. or for... Well, either way, cause just because your generosity is beautiful. And, you know, obviously this show um, airs on Sunday, so, you know, a lot of people pray. Mm-hmm. A lot of people yeah. pray that things, that, that, that strife comes to an end and that we have more peace. And so at, once that happens and you look to turn your efforts toward another organization, how, what do people need to do to be able to be considered, to be helped? If they, I'm, I mean, if they want to give uh, to the Living Water, they can. There's a, I, can't, I don't well, know the website, not, but it's. I've got, I've got, I've got it right here. I mean, the PayPal. Mm, I, I guess I'm not sure I no, understand the, what you're asking. If there are other organizations that need help. So there are other organizations. If there are other organizations that need oh, help after there. this. After this. And and the, is there an application process? Is there is there how do they how do they reach Southern the Carolyn uh, Williams Saunders Foundation? Oh, I got you. So what we have the foundation is basically right now <clears throat> it is made possible through the profitability of the company. So there's a certain amount each year that we set aside when we have it uh, to contribute to the foundation. I mean what. We would certainly be open to other people contributing, but it's not really set up for that. What I would tend to direct people to would be the Community Foundation. The Community Foundation in Mobile runs this uh, organization for us. We take advantage of their structure to basically run our foundation and all of the taxes and all of the paperwork that has to be filed and that management side of it is run by the Community Foundation, and they really represent a broader group of organizations for uh, the greater Mobile area. Okay. Um, specifically for Joel Brown and the Living Waters Church, I would think that going online to his – that's how I found it. You know, we found it through his uh, Facebook page mm-hmm. and some of the posts that he and Katya do – Katya, 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 I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, and then when they finish, they have a, uh, an ask, they have a link that you can go to. Now, uh, foundation requires a little bit more 
structure than just making a PayPal or a credit card contribution, but individuals can certainly contribute that way. And then the structure of the, I guess the California-based home church. Yes, sir. Yeah, so that structure allows us to then make a foundation contribution with all of the I's dotted and T's crossed for the tax that's, side of it. That's so helpful because I think when people, they hear about giving and they want they have they have so many questions. They want to, but they're not quite sure. They, and they want to understand, well, well, where does this money go and how is this money used? And understanding that there's a lot of thought in, in this process that's involved in love that's involved, um, that helps. And that makes people want to give more, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, watching my brother's page and he does updates all day long that you can go and he's telling you the story of, of what's happening but you can also see where that money's going mm-hmm. that's why i don't i don't have a problem donating to the red cross or something but you don't see that in action and that's why i i don't know i think people should help <laughs> i think it's really cool you can yeah. you get to see it like i said in action you get to see what's going on five six times a day he's up there making a little video as he's working mm-hmm. and it's and that's time, and honestly, that's time he's taking away from being able to help other people, so that he can post, so that people know that their money's being used. But correctly. if you watch it, he doesn't stop. He's still moving around, and like, oh, there's my daughter, and okay, over here's the new thing we made, and this is the building we're we're trying to get uh, right now, and mm-hmm. cameras flipping back and forth. Tell us about your brother, because I know he'll be able to mm. listen to this from the beauty, of, thanks to the beauty of technology. <laughs> um, tell us about your brother. I need a specific question. That's a loaded question, <laughs> is what that is. Okay, describe your brother to us, those of us who haven't had the pleasure of meeting him. Is he older or younger? Uh, he's a, is he, he older? Or I younger call him my you? big little brother. Gotcha. He's 6'3", uh, 6'4", six six I'm sorry. <laughs> he's been um, a great he's, he's, he's a big boy, uh-huh. um, but he's my younger brother. And uh, now I have to look up to him, all right, because he's so big. And he's doing all this work. I don't know, it's... um. He reminds me a lot of my dad, who was an amazing man, and to see, to see what my brother's doing over there so selflessly, um, it, it's amazing to watch. Sometimes it's like looking at my dad. Um, I don't know if we talked about it before or if we mentioned it on here already, but when I we used to go to Mexico when I was a kid, uh, once a month, and it was something we prepared for. All month long, we would be gathering clothes and food, and we'd take them down to different orphanages and stuff. And, um, and well, let me add this real fast because you grew up in California, so people oh, I understand. Did. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, not from here. Yeah, this was Southern California. They're like, <laughs> sorry, wow, yeah, right? He had a that long was, weekend. That was a long <laughs> trek. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so, uh, so I, I grew up watching my dad do this once a month, and um, it's it's. It's cool. It's like uh, he's no longer with us, but now it's like watching him. It's like getting to see that and feel like a kid again. Um, it's nostalgic, yeah. but it's also, I mean, he's doing a real thing, and it's life-changing. So, and it, it very much is, and it's and it sets the tone for other people to see what real leadership looks like. Yeah. When all of this started <laughs> happening overseas in Ukraine, and you hear Ukraine and Russia, and and until you have a family member that lives somewhere different, does the news not hit you a certain kind of way? But as you were hearing things happening, what's your what's your first thought? I need to be there. That's first thought. Mm. Um, 
Well, is he okay? Are they okay? Are they they're not in the the quote danger zone? So it's it their safety isn't exactly an issue, at least not at the moment. But just being there to be able to help. It's yeah. almost a little jealousy. Seeing what what he's able to do and all the things he's doing for everybody else and you want to be a part of that. Well, you're you're sort of kind of a part of it too. I, I, I am. You work for a great company. I do, and and uh, <laughs> helping raise awareness and getting him money is is different than than doing it. I, I like to do things. I I'd rather be boots on the ground than than behind here trying to hold a conversation that I, I think know. I'm doing poorly. <laughs> a great job. I'm fumbling. No, we're having a conversation <laughs> and that's what it's about. But but it's a great segue. Um, so what do you do at the company? What do I, I'm a diesel mechanic. Ooh, explain that. What, a typical day for you. <sighs> Lots of heavy lifting, uncomfortable positions, awkward positions. <laughs> I get to be on some really fancy, nice boats. That's, right. that's pretty cool. So some people may be a little jelly hearing that. It's not the fun part of the boats, though. <laughs> <laughs> I get to walk through them once in a while, but most of the time it's not the good part. Dad, well, <laughs> I'm going to say Aaron's underselling himself. The reality of anybody who understands the, what happens in a combustion engine and can take it apart and put it back together is a great service to mankind because most of us press a button or turn a key and we expect that it's all going to work. Exactly. And while there is heavy lifting and uncomfortable positions involved in that, he's mm-hmm. very technically intelligent to be able to figure out what the problem is, diagnose it, repair get people back out on the water it's they they all, all the boaters see the fun and the excitement and the fishing right but the machine's got to work and aaron's a big part of that see and the boss man said that i mean that's pretty now it's on record too. <laughs> <laughs> i need a copy for my next review <laughs> but it, i think it speaks volumes about what they your work ethic and what they think of you for them to even hear you when you say your brother has a need because i think many people how, how many i'm um, john how many employees do you have There's 70 okay so 70 employees could come to them with a need but there's one that stood out. Well, I think, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't think they're looking for uh, a reason. I, th- I think they're very giving. They, they're uh, Saunders as a company and and John as a person. They they want to help. You can see it just talking to him, walking around the the office or the shop, and you see him, and he he's genuinely cares when he asks you, "Hey, how you doing?" It's not a, in passing. If you I, at least I feel like if if I were just to uh, have a moment and oh man this is really this is going on that he would step aside and he would listen and he would he would talk to me about it. So I this opportunity came up and I I knew as a person they were <clears throat> not necessarily looking for something to do but when presented with an opportunity they would know what to do. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It does. It makes a lot of sense, but they had a choice. Is what I'm saying. And you represent so much to them, and you're, what your brother is doing represents so much of what their mission and foundation stands for. It seemed like a perfect match. Do I have that right, John? Well, I will say, once you establish the foundation, 
then the giving is easier. I mean, it's not it's not a struggle like do we have it. Fortunately, we've been very blessed mm-hmm. that we have been able to establish it. So the direct connection to Aaron and his brother and what they're doing, it becomes a, okay, let's put the machine in motion to, to make sure we can do this. So Push the button. Well, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's still got to be pushed. But, yeah. <clears throat> you know, we support little leagues and dance classes and theater productions and all of the community things that we can as well. So in a situation like this where there's obviously going to be a bigger, longer-term need, it's it's good to have had that set aside. Absolutely. We have talked about your brother and his Facebook page. I did want to give that. Um, Jay Sterling Brown. That's mm-hmm. the Facebook uh, page. Uh, livingwaterua.com is the website. If you'd like to um, you know, learn more about what we're talking about and see, because many times we're visual and understand how money is being used to help save lives, literally and, and figuratively, but literally, which is a big deal. Now, John, we talked about how the foundation's named after your mother-in-law because of what a great woman um, she was. Where where did your giving spirit come from? Oh, gosh. I mean, I we were talking about this on the way over <laughs> here. Um, my family was not as outwardly uh, generous as Aaron's, but <clears throat> my mom primarily was kind of a driving force to always be aware of where there was need and try to help. And um, that's been a part of, I don't know, you know, my life since I was growing up. Mm -hmm. And it matched well with the Saunders family when Angela and I got married. They had also had a, a, a very significant part of running a family business was what you did in the community. It's, it, I mean, it's powerful, and it's mm-hmm. worth billions and billions of dollars to be able to help change lives. Where are you originally from, John? I grew up in Arlington, Virginia. Really? Mm-hmm. And you're from Orange. Or, well, Orange, Orange County, County. yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but And I bring that up, because I always ask my guests where they're from. I bring that up because you don't have to be from a certain place to care about people. No, definitely not. It matters. That giving spirit matters. And so as we wrap up, um, if you would please encourage people to get involved. Well, I would, I mean, to start with, <clears throat> you gave the the website and the Facebook page. I mean, if you go on there and watch some of these videos and see how, like Aaron said, I mean, his brother never stops moving. And <clears throat> a lot of that is, who am I engaging with? Like, what driver for this vehicle? Let me let you meet them. He did one in his home the other day. They have 25 people staying in their house for that is a, a home built for four people. So every room is utilized, every space. Every time you turn around, another kid runs by, you know, that sort of thing. So if you, you know, that to me was the encouragement uh, to give and support and to see what they're doing because it is a little bit, we, we, so we're, some, we're so disconnected from it in a, in a day-to-day uh, situation that our lives are in. It can seem like, you know, not our problem, but when you see it really happening and see it expressed uh, the way uh, Joel and his wife do, then I think you'd be compelled to give. So that's my encouragement. I love that. Aaron? Can you ask the question again, please? <laughs> <laughs> What would you say to people who are thinking are on the fence of giving? Um, 
you asked a, a minute ago if, if uh, John had a choice. They, you said they had a choice. Mm-hmm. I don't think they did have a choice. I don't think we do. I think when we see something that's not right, it's our duty to do the right thing. I don't think, I don't think choice comes into it. And there you have it. We have a great, generous uh, spirit when it comes to giving in this community. And people just need to know about it. And so now the both of you have helped them to understand the it. And so now that they can give and um, continue to make this world a better place one day at a time. Good stuff. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having us. Thank you. You are very welcome. And thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Community Roundtable. Keep it tuned to this Sound of Mobile station. Coming up next is 251 Now with Kelly Finley. You've been listening to Community Roundtable, a production of .com Plus, 105.5 FM WNSP, 92.1 WZEW, 96.5 The Crab, and 92.5 The Soul. Tune in next Sunday at 7 a.m. for another edition of Community Roundtable on the Sound of Mobile.